Hello everyone, welcome to Men on Fire. My name is Mike Arend, a former mechanic and engineer turned transformational teacher. And each week I'll deliver an inspiring message to help you excavate those repressed inner negative feelings and install new thoughts that will finally allow you to truly become the person you were born to be. Hey, one more thing before we get going. Are you feeling stressed, anxious, or frustrated these days? If you are, and you'd like a little help, go to calendly.com forward slash soul mechanic booking and book a 15 minute clarity call with me absolutely free. That's calendly, C-A-L-E-N-D-L-Y.com forward slash soul mechanic hyphen booking. Also, if you're looking for an accomplished public speaker to speak in person or virtually at your next event or meeting, I can help you out there too. Okay, let's get on with the show. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to another episode of Men on Fire here on Soul Mechanic TV and Soul Mechanic Radio. In today's episode, I have a special treat for you. I met a beautiful lady not too long ago. Her name is Jenna Rose Johnson. And I was so impressed with her work that I wanted to have her on the show. So, let me explain to you what she does. Jenna Rose Johnson is a motivational concert keynote presenter and creativity coach. She is all about the creativity process using piano, singing, breathwork, and songwriting as tools. She will help you access or revive the voice that has been stifled or ignored for too long. This no-nonsense but plenty of enjoyment approach helps you birth your ideas. Whether you want to sing your memoir in a one-person show, learn how to accompany yourself on piano, or create music that expresses the essence of who you are, she can help you. Each of her programs are customized just for you. She says, this isn't just taking classes, it's a journey in self-discovery and celebrating what is possible. And for three decades as a professional singer, songwriter, and pioneering vocal healing coach, Jenna Rose wrote and performed custom songs for authors and speakers, toured nationally and internationally, sang on corporate ads, TV and film soundtracks, and helped hundreds and hundreds of clients overcome obstacles to find their voice, their music, and themselves. So won't you please help me in welcoming Jenna Rose Johnson to the Men on Fire podcast today on Soul Mechanic TV and Soul Mechanic Radio. Yes, so once again, this is the incomparable Jenna Rose Johnson. Jenna Rose, how are you today? I am doing great. How are you doing, my dear? I am absolutely wonderful, and I am positively stoked to have you on the show. Well, I feel the same way. I am a big fan of your work. So glad you're working with the men and opening them up. Yes, that's that's the, the objective, absolutely. <laughs> so I wonder if you wouldn't mind just going over for our listeners, uh, just uh, telling us briefly again what you what you do and uh, and who it's for. Well, great. Thanks for asking. I what I do is I, I use music and the expressive arts 
to guide people to who they really are. So speaking of opening them up, waking them up, um, and that's really effective for people who, let's say, are, are very shy or people who've been stuffing down their feelings and stuffing down, you know, what it is, who they really are, um, and giving them a musical outlet. So it might even be through a written song. You don't have to be a musician or anything mm -hmm. first. I want you to know that right up front. Well, that's I good. Literally, I have games that I have people do where they literally have never touched a keyboard, a piano in oh, wow. their life. Mm -hmm. and they're making music oh wow yeah i kid you not so yeah it's it's really about um using like i say music and expressive arts as a vehicle as a mm -hmm. tool mm -hmm. to to get to what's deeper inside and what is is just crying to to burst out and be seen and heard and most importantly to say hey it's me remember yes. me yeah, I'm, I'm coming out to say hello. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you touched on that, that you don't really have to be uh, a previously be a musician or, or you know, um, a well accomplished pianist or anything like that to to get uh, a lot out of your courses. Right. And and same thing with them. Um, I do use the voice. So I work with absolute beginners. I've worked with people who say I couldn't carry a tune in a bucket. You know, I haven't match pitched. I don't even know what match pitching means. You know, all of this. And seriously, sometimes those people, you would be amazed mm -hmm. how good their ear is, how good their voice is. And they just absolutely had never been in a safe environment or yes. felt it was okay to even explore or know that they had a voice like that. Exactly. Yeah. Or we're just put down by somebody and we never try it again. Exactly. You know? yeah. exactly. <laughs> that could be a teacher, it could be a yep. school teacher, it could be a parent. It could be now some people were raised with parents who, because they didn't want to create competition with the siblings, they'd say, okay, now Sally, Sally's going to be the pianist and the singer. Mm -hmm. You, um, That's right. Well, let's see, you're going to do hockey, and why don't we get you, you can play violin, that's far enough away, you can do violin. Ah, you can do duets together. Yes. <laughs> you know? Oh no, and and you know that sometimes that happens. They're not really uh, wanting to uh, right. put people in compartments, but they're just recognizing some of their abilities and say, "Okay, you're better at doing this. You're better at doing that." But sometimes it harms us, and uh, we hold back then and not trying something in the future because we were already told that you're not that good at that. Right. But we could be. Yeah. That's exactly. If we had a passion for it, if we thought, but but I, why do I feel so drawn to it? You'd be amazed, or you wouldn't. You'll know this when I say this. You'll be, <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, literally, um, people in midlife, when they end up starting to do some therapy and some work on themselves, they might they might find out that you know they might uncover that you know all these years, why do I keep wanting to like oh American Idol came on or mm -hmm. America's Got Talent and and I and I start pouring with tears because of that person who, who had the courage to come out and actually sing. That's right. Because I recognize that in myself. That, yeah, and so much it happens in, in uh, creativity uh, in general, because you know, I, how many people do you know that say, I haven't got a creative bone in my body? Right. Well, that's the furthest thing from the truth, right? Everybody is creative. Absolutely. You're the most incredible creating machines in the universe, you know, every one of us. That's it's just right. that it has been suppressed or you've seen some people do that more uh, simpler forms or able to get it done and you didn't and I'm no good at it. You know, I haven't got that. I can't do that. But you can. 
you'd be surprised. Yeah, mm. like, like you were just saying. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I did come equipped with a couple stories today. Because, oh, wonderful. Yes. I wanted to tell you, um, you know, sometimes people say, well, I'm not really drawn to music. Uh, you know, I don't care about piano. I don't care about voice, blah, 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 blah. That's not for me. However, this is how I want to illustrate how having practices, and I call them expressive arts practices. Right. Their purpose is not to become, I mean, you could, but mm -hmm. it's not, their purpose is not for you to become a professional singer or a professional pianist or a professional songwriter or a professional fill in the blank. Sure. You could, if, mm -hmm. you, if you thought, if you, wow, this is for me, I want to do it, great. Mm -hmm. But using it as a tool is a way to just come to another side, to be introduced to another color or essence of yourself. So, yes. um, but what I have found is that going to the right practice at the right time, really important. Not Let me bad. illustrate the point. Okay. Sounds good. I was invited on a white rafting trip, mm -hmm. white water rafting trip. And um, it was a practically a freebie situation. Normally it'd be very expensive. Sure. But it was um, a, a mutual friend, um, you know, a friend of a friend kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And I got swept up into this group to go on this uh, rafting trip. And before nice. we started, he gave us a, a tutor, tutoring mm -hmm. session about how we'd work together and how we would paddle, what to listen for, what to look for. He told us everything except <laughs> what to do when it capsizes. Oh, really? I think that would be important. That's important. Well, he was very confident that he knew the river very well. However, mm -hmm. he knew it well from the year before. And yeah. this was his first time down this river in this season. Mm -hmm. And he had had huge rains. Uh, rains. It was in, I believe it was in one of the Sacramento, maybe the American River, I want to say. Um, I can't remember the name of, of the river. Okay. It's been several years. In any event, so we're, we're going down and um, we hit, I think it was called Devil's Ravine or something like that. But always was had been the trouble spot of that. Sure. Aptly named then. Yeah, aptly named. <laughs> well, guess what happened? Okay. Everyone went flying except me. Do you want to know why? Why? In the moment, because I'm so, I will say, fine-tuned to practices, to dealing in the moment with what needs to be done. Mm -hmm. Well... My, I had learned from Anna Halperin, who is the grandmother of expressive uh, arts dance. Mm -hmm. She literally just had her 100th birthday oh, this, wow. this summer, not nice. too long ago. Brilliant, amazing leader in, in the expressive arts. And she, who is this little woman, she probably weighs 90 pounds. Mm -hmm. And she taught us how when we, there was a way we could stand and intentionalize through our body to not to be so heavy that even a strong 300 pounder man could not lift us. Right. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you've heard of that. Uh, uh, not that exact thing, but different things uh, um, with muscular strength and things that you can think of, like thoughts, right? Yes. That yes. can make you so immovable almost. Yes, that's what happened. She would illustrate first. She said, "I'm not going to use any of my practices or my." And he just he he used literally used one arm and lifted her up like. No big deal. Bingo, right. bingo, bingo. Then she went and she went into her mode. He could not make her budge. So, what practice did I employ at that time <laughs> when everyone's flying, right? Mm -hmm. But here's what happened it worked so well mm -hmm. that when it capsized, I literally, 
it, it took the suction or whatever happens at that moment to flip to literally suck me down because I was I wasn't gonna go anywhere. <laughs> so you were hanging upside down in this thing. So I'm hanging upside down, then released. I went psh, right down in, um, and when I came up, I was apparently in the um, bubble or the the vacuum of okay. driving underneath it. Right. And when I first came up, I'm going to put my my wonderful Rocky down. He loves to be here when I speak on Zoom. <laughs> um, but yes. So um, did you, was there some trapped air in there? You were able to breathe. Trapped air. So what happened was I had this much space. So the water's here, mm -hmm. and then the roof or the yeah upside of the the white raft is is right here. White water raft is there, and I I because I'm trained in breath work. Now I go to my breath work and in that moment I have to assess, okay, and you have to get breath in fast, but you need to be able to do it in a way where the body and the lungs are relaxed enough to take enough in. Now when you see a, a movie like Titanic, which is one of my favorites, yes. and there, and you see <gasps> as the way to breathe, here's what happens when you breathe mm -hmm. like that. The big breath that looks dramatic and wonderful. You have just tightened your entire body. If you're going like this, sure. you get big, everything gets tight. Now you're going to be limited as to how much breath can go in. Mm -hmm. Not to say you can't do it quickly, but you need to know where to relax and where to tense. So anyway, in that moment, I was able to get the breath. I got pulled down again. This oh, wow. time when I got, because I'm traveling down, you mm -hmm. realize that yeah, river, you're continuing oh, down oh, the river. Well, all this is happening, right? Yeah. Okay, so then I get sucked back in again up under. Now, I, I do want to say when I had that space, the first thing I tried to do was do this because that is your first instinct. Sure. It didn't occur to me to swim out underneath. It just didn't even occur because all, I didn't this, know it was moving. Get this I mean, thing honestly, off me. Yeah. Yeah, I had no idea that I was going down a current. I All I knew is I was trapped under this thing. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so pull down, get brought back up. I have, This time I have this much air. Oh. So I scoop up the air in my mouth again. Now um, I start getting pulled down and I hear a screaming voice. The guy's assistant is saying, Jenna Rose, is that you under there? And I, I don't know how I even heard it. Honestly, everything, I'm sure all this happened in seconds. Ping, pong, 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 right? Sure. Yep. Um, but all of a sudden I get pulled, pulled out this way. And so I'm pulled out, and I, of course, we're going down. And I, and I scream, I'm just tell me what to do! He says, <laughs> legs out, because that was one of the things. Have your legs straight out, not down, mm -hmm. so they don't get caught in rocks and, you know, break off. Sure. So he says, you know, L-seat, L-seat, legs out, legs out. So I'm going down, legs out, flying. It was unbelievable. It is, wow. it is absolutely a miracle, because there are all kinds of rocks that mm -hmm. I not break a bone get completely my head bashed gosh mm -hmm. i mean who knows what exactly happen, right flying down and so finally we get down it and it it deposits us into this um, more shallow calmer area mm -hmm. everyone's kind of coming out they're dragging themselves to the side all sure. i can see is rocks and they say never you know never crawl to a rock i'm like yeah i'm crawling to a rock <laughs> that's all there are yeah right? yeah but I get up there and just, you know, of course, after that, just, uh, it was it was an extraordinary experience. Um, I was shaking and weak all over and, of course, yeah. crying and we didn't lose anyone, thank God. Oh, good, um, good. Yeah, that's a horrible experience. Quite an experience. Mm -hmm. um, but there's an example of the practices. It's like Pavlov's dog. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If you've done them enough, they're there for you. 
Oh they yes. become a part of your instincts. Definitely, definitely. No, I was uh, in the Canadian military for a number of years, and that was the whole thing there too. You just practiced. Uh, I mean, you hated it because it was so often, <laughs> but you had to be able to react in a certain situation because it had to be automatic. Yeah. So it's, a, it's the same sort of uh, thing. If you practice enough, then you'll, chances are you'll do what you're supposed to in the situation. Yeah. 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 Nice. Wow. So have you gone whitewater rafting again since? Or? Uh, no, I haven't. Oh, and <laughs> when I told my teacher, Anna, Anna Halperin, um, she's like, you are never Ever. You're telling me right now, you promise me you are never going to do something like that again. Don't you ever go in there. She was hysterical. Yes. Uh, yeah. And I said, well, you know, I wanted to, she said, why would you even think of doing that? I said, um, because I wanted to try something new and, and yeah, yeah. it was professional and we were all entrusted, you know, entrusting in that, mm -hmm. that we would be safe. And, you know, of course it didn't occur to any of us to not be taught I remember him flippantly saying, and if it capsizes, but that's not going to happen. So just, yeah. Well, something can always go wrong, right? And, I, and I, I've and i tried skydiving once, uh, oh, probably about seven or eight years ago now, because it was always kind of on my bucket list. Right. Um, and uh, they always said, oh, so you like it now? You want to keep coming? I said, no, because I tried it. <laughs> And chances are, if I do it enough, you know, something might happen. So I didn't want to, <laughs> but I, it was, I was thrilled. It was fun and I'm glad I did it, but uh, I wouldn't want to make a habit of it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, there's a part of me that, 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 that real, truly before that happened, it was exhilarating and so beautiful. Sure. And, yeah. And being a part of that teamwork and knowing when to paddle and how to paddle and get that command to do something different. And if there's this, well, there's the music of it. Because yes. the rhythm of it of and course. the synchronicity of it, that was exciting to me. But no, it'd probably be a while before I do that again. But that's one example. Okay? Right on. Well, thank you for sharing that. Right practices to employ and not so right practices <laughs> yes. to employ. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I do want to share one other if we have just a couple minutes. Sure, here. absolutely. Um, yeah. Another um, example of when I was able to uh, call upon my practices was here because there's another quite horrific event mm -hmm. um uh september 12th of 2015 okay um there was a huge wildfire it's a famous fire it kind of was the beginning of the birth of these multiple fires happening all over in unpredictable ways well five mm -hmm. towns went down simultaneously wow, wow. And yeah. the reason they went down simultaneously is um um, apparently some sparks from a shed across the street from a um, gas station. Oh, okay. In the gas station in the middle of a five-month drought. Drought, yeah. And it was the trees surrounding it were so dry. Dry, And I yeah. do want to say, literally in my neighborhood at that time, if I, you know, walking around my neighborhood, if I reached up to touch leaves, they would turn to dust. Just crumble, yeah. In my dust in oh, my hand. Wow. Not Unbelievable. Even I'm mm -hmm. talking dust. Okay, mm -hmm. so that's how dry it was. And there were pine trees surrounding all this. So when something becomes combustible that fast, mm -hmm. um, it basically hurled these trees like missiles, flaming wow. missiles, in all different directions for miles. Wow. Five ten okay, so that's the that's the scene painting. And now in the mm -hmm. meantime, early that morning, uh, myself and a colleague, we've gone off to San Jose, because this was in Middletown, California, not okay. just up the road from Calistoga. Okay. Napa, 
Napa Valley, right? Valley, right. Yes. And so, so what happened was we, um, we played hooky that day from work and we uh-huh. left very early in the morning when it was very dark outside and I had locked up my house, you know, so every single seal of every, cause it was a heat wave, but I, I also want to trap in the cold air. From sure. The, right. Yeah. So everything's sealed tighter than a drum and we leave in the dark early that morning to be there in time for the seminar, which was going to be all day. Now we were good stewards and we <laughs> did what we were told and shut off our phones. What do you right. do when you go to a seminar? Yeah. Yeah. You shut off these phones so you can be present. Exactly. So we didn't put them on until about six. Well, when we put our phones on, they were exploding with messages from our friends, from family, from community saying, oh my gosh, did you get out? You know, and then these series of calls, I think your house got hit. It's on fire. Oh my gosh, we ran and got your cat. This, that, these kind of messages. Oh, so wow. my colleague and I, yeah. So I had driven that day. She had asked me to uh, because she was having some mechanical difficulties right the sole mechanic that day yeah that's right <laughs> <laughs> she parked it in front of the house and we took mine so i'm flying home now she um here's another interesting little tidbit we'd both gone through rather extraordinary um events on 9 11. okay oh uh, one i was um <laughs> i was um evacuated from a, an airport on my way to do a motivational singing speaking wow thing. right right i'm with a new motivational speaker in philadelphia and so we we didn't take off that morning for obvious reasons right but that's a whole nother story i'll share that some other time mm-hmm. um, so um she um had just left a job she was in the twin towers and like Two weeks before, she had left that job and moved and moved over to um, another building. You know, maybe a few buildings away. Right. Um, to start another job. Oh, lucky so her! Both of us are, as you can imagine, quite activated. Mm-hmm. Um, on this is the day after, right? Mm-hmm. Of nine eleven, and this event is happening. Yes. Yes. So I'm driving. And here's the amazing and cool thing. Okay, so mm-hmm. I'm like flying because we're trying to get back before they're going to shut off the road to get to our homes. Right. So beat the clock, right? Yep, yep. So she's, but here's what's going on. She's over in the passenger seat calling people, screaming, angry, having, I mean, like just blah all over the place. Hysterical I, almost. Hysterical. Yeah. And so I... What's, what happened is just, I, I became very ninja. It was like suddenly, everything yeah. became very, I could see everything. I was just like, hmm. And what I did instinctively mm-hmm. is I went to a practice. And what did I do? The breath came in and I got into this very low tone. Just like, ah, uh, like some kind of just primitive sounding kind of thing. And I want to tell you, I'm driving and I'm making this sound. And I honestly don't think I've ever held a tone as long, or tones, as yeah. long as I did doing that in my life. I, I literally, a minute, a minute and a half, I don't know, wow. per tone, I had an insane amount of everything going on. Unbelievable. We did get to the town safely, doing 90, 100 miles an hour. Um, <laughs> we did get there safely. And at that point, they were setting up evacuation, you know, tents and kind of refugee style. Uh, right. Like, yeah. 
Um, we did not make it in time, however. To, they had already shut off the road, and there was no way they were letting anyone up that road. Mm -hmm. um, so we did both lose our, our homes. I was about to ask you that. What was the outcome there? You lost your homes? and Yeah, yeah. I, wow. um, I'm so I sorry was to renting, hear that. Yeah, I was renting a, a farmhouse with one other. I had another um, housemate. Right. He, interestingly enough, had left like the day before for Monterey, which is where I live now, mm -hmm. <laughs> to visit her mom. Okay. Right. She had to take her mom's car back to her. She had just filled her tank. She had she just had her own car serviced. Right. Had parked it with a full tank in the drive and was going to take a bus back. She'd drop her mom's car off and then do do right. That I know for a fact blew up. Why? Because on top of having this experience, mm -hmm. I ended up staying with a, a neighbor friend in Calistoga that I'd gotten to know quite well while I was living there before moving to Middletown. Okay. She put me up and her boss emailed her. He belonged to a thing called Periscope TV. Okay. And here is the, like, the odds of this happening. I cannot tell you what they, I mean, just like so tiny. Mm -hmm. So what happens is her boss sends her footage that this Periscope TV company he, membership he has Filmed? Oh, yeah. The footage was taken from my street corner. It shows you the street names and pans my side of the street until you see my home. Okay. I literally saw methodically how and when the house began to burn. Oh, wow. So you're able to actually see that. Yes. And here's on top of it. Things, you can replace things. Mm -hmm. My mother had died suddenly a few months before, and I had an altar with all my favorite pictures. Oh, wow. All my most important things there. And I literally saw in film the light of the flame coming into that room, knowing where that room was. And what was so, in there. Yes. So you had asked earlier, this is getting to the answer. You said, oh, I noticed you did a five-year hiatus. You don't have to talk about it if you don't want. It took five years. I needed to, when I first came from these experiences, I was mm -hmm. in a euphoric state of shock where I was like, hey, dancing through the daisies, I'm alive and reaching out to the world fearless, right. you know, meeting people, people love me, I love them, oh, I'm in love. And that lasted for, I want to say, almost a year. Mm -hmm. I love that. That was great. But after that, mm, not so much. There was an awful lot to process. Yes. Well, and typically that happens when we, we reach great heights then sometimes that's followed by some pretty lows, uh, right. low lows as well, right? And um, yeah. we have to, as humans, have to deal with deal with that. Well, and, and not only that, I'd moved to a place, unbeknownst to me, that was a highly generational and political town that pretty much micromanaged who was going to do what in the town. It's almost like, you know, you expect that in a... In a, a, a uh, familial situation, yes, patriarchy or matriarchy. You expect some of that happen. We talked about that earlier. Yes. Okay, Sally's going to do this, and Joey, you'll do that, right? Yes. But when a town is doing that, 
whoa. And of course, when I first moved here, I had no concept mm -hmm. at all about what I was stepping into at right. all. Because I just saw the shiny, hey, I get to be by the ocean and it's cool here and it's gray and misty and I'll be able to recover in the beauty and want to be wonderful. Yay. Yeah. Uh, but when I couldn't do my practices where they were basically saying, yeah, well, if you're going to be competing with people who have been here, yeah, let's. And so I ended up going into insurance for a period of time. Really? That's quite good. That reminds me of a like a, a, a business networking group where you can only have like one person in there from each um, different um, organization or trade sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, that's odd, isn't it? It's very odd. And it's just mm. because it's, that's coming from the assumption that, you know, that people wouldn't have different perspective, different approach, um, bring their life experience to it. Mm-hmm. You know? I'm I'm not anywhere like a sound healer coach or a voice coach or a, a creative piano coach like anybody. Why? Because I'm uniquely me, and I, I bring to it my own why. Exactly. My history. Exactly, and you know, there's many people that cover the same things, but yet some people are in the audience and they don't get it, but they go to see somebody else that. Is saying the same stuff and they go aha i get this so it's just the way it's delivered just slightly differently uh and suddenly the lights come on so it shouldn't matter if you're covering the same topics as you say we're always we're all doing it just a little bit differently in our own way and you know mm -hmm. since we all are different we're all going to be drawn to i need i think you use this term too and i think jay uses it the, the secret sauce i right. want his secret sauce I want her secret sauce. That's right. And, and again, I want to come back to what you're doing with men. Mike, I just want to tell you, it is so important what you're doing. When I found you and I heard what you were doing with men, I just was like, hallelujah. I mean, blessings. This is very important work you're doing. It is so needed. Thank you. I, I just, oh, thank you. Thank you. Well, I, I have had other people say that to me, but the same token, sometimes I'm, uh, I want things to move a little bit quicker. So I'm also, you know, well, it's going a little bit slow right now, but, uh, but thank you for, uh, for saying that because it's always nice to get a, get a little poke and say, yeah, keep on going. Oh yeah, <laughs> definitely. And you know, I mean, a lot of times, like you say, people don't even sometimes realize that they need what it is you're giving them until when they're ready. When they wake up, when they awaken to whatever is their courage, the message, guidance from either in inward or perhaps from an outer source, a friend, a coach, a therapist, and they have that support that, you know, you can take this next step. Exactly. Um, when they find you, right? Mm-hmm. Or they find me. They find you. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I know on your website, you mentioned you have some fast track immersion programs. And just, I didn't know if you, if you have a minute just to, oh. what do you mean? How was that integrated into your system or what, what do you actually mean by fast tracking? With okay. That? Well, so what I mean by fast track, um, remember earlier in the talk, I was talking about, I've worked with people who've never uttered a note in their life. They haven't sung. They think they can't sing. They can't, you know, none of that. Or they've never played an instrument in their life, never touched a piano. I literally, um, when I say fast track, I mean, this is about accessing your inner you, okay, mm -hmm. your real self, accessing 
your um, your voice and what it can do and experiencing what it can do, the huge range of what it can do um, in a very special, unique way. Um, same thing with piano. Using piano as a tool, you'd be surprised what you can find that's mirroring back to you through mm -hmm. sound. Mm -hmm. What it is you're actually feeling inside. Nice. And that's what I do. So using these tools, sometimes it's movement. I also do breath work. Um, and I do e even characterizations with people where they'll act out. Um, oh, beautiful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I yeah. Do. So, so that's the fast track part. And the immersion part is just like anything, um, you know, if you decide you want to work on yourself, but you only saw your coach or your guide or whoever was running the program for you. Oh, I'll see you once a week. Oh, I'll see you down the road. Man, it's once a month, twice a month. I've had people say, oh yeah, can I take twice a month from you? I'm like, yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's no growth that's going to happen there. Mm -hmm. An immersion program is something, and I do one-on-one -on -one immersion programs, as well as um, that will actually take that person through. You know, they're dedicated to that because they're dedicated to coming to know themselves and, and giving these, you know, receiving these practices and these ways to express the parts mm -hmm. that they're finding and grow mm -hmm. those parts. So that's the fast track immersion one-on-one. -on -one nice, program. nice. Um, but I also do things um, that either a small, you know, right now we all have to be in our bubble, right? Yes, of course. Finding our own bubble. Well, I do these let's be creative um, tribe, online tribes, where you get the people in your bubble, whether it's family or friends or, you know, the wine girls club, whatever. Sure, sure. Um, where they come together and they get to create their own bubble. And um, we do a program for them. So it's a group program and they can just, just do group or they can have also a one-on-one -on -one component added to that. Oh, very and nice. finally, I just do want to gift your people with something free. free, 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 free oh, free. well, how special of you. Thank you. <laughs> so the free thing here is um, I do a one-hour experiential discovery Zoom where it's called Rocket Boost Your World by Being You. Oh, nice. And it's free, and all of your all your viewers need to do and your podcast listeners have to do is go to my website, mm -hmm. which is jennarosejohnson.com and um, just think of the word, the name Jenna mm -hmm. and the flower rose, push it together. Nice, <laughs> nice. Yes, I think I see myself on the screen there. jennarosejohnson.com and if you just click on the let's connect in the upper menu, It'll take you to a form. You fill mm -hmm. that out. And just for doing that, you'll also get a free gift. There's three different gifts to choose from. Oh, wow. And I'll send you a questionnaire and a calendar link so you can book a day and a time with me. Oh, and wow. Free, free hour for you. Yeah, yeah. Very nice. Well, thank you for doing that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'll definitely put the put the links on uh, uh, I'll mention it again on the uh, the podcast and also put it on uh, on the YouTube channel for people to click on it easily there so absolutely and you know what Mike I'll tell you what I liked well, I would love because I know my my listeners and watchers would love to have you be a guest I hope okay. I can entice you over into my world I do um, Facebook lives Mm -hmm. And I would love some time to have you as a guest. I know that the women who work with me and who are sitting on the fence would love to know, hey, 
let's get the hubby in on this. Let's get yeah. <laughs> let's someone working with him too. So. Sure, absolutely, absolutely. I I'd be happy to, and uh, and uh, would love to do that. No problem at all. Powerful, powerful. Yes. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, um, I'm glad you touched on uh, this, the special offer. That's beautiful. And uh, you already said how people can get a hold of you. Again, it's uh, www. I don't know why we keep saying that, but you know, some of us are a little older. We used to always have to say that. Anyway, it's. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. I want to say it too. <laughs> <laughs> it's generose.com. Generosejohnson. Generosejohnson.com. Yes. yes. I'm so sorry. Generosejohnson.com. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. Uh, well, and um, get a hold of her, and you, she's going to uh, treat you right and get you a, a nice little treat as well and special offer. Take advantage of that. And I just want to thank you, Generose, for being here today and oh, uh, and Mike. talking with us. and and uh, particularly with, with myself and the time we get to share again together again. So uh, it's wonderful. I think we have a great connection. Thank you. I do too. And I just, I am just absolutely jumping up and down with a joy for what you're doing. Keep doing it. We got to get the men coming to you and, and just, yes. <laughs> wonderful. And we'll see if we can get some people coming to you too, especially musically uh, because you don't have to be a musician or an expert in, 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 in any of that. You could be a total beginner. Wonderful. Wonderful. Okay. Well, we'll sign off there now. Thank you so much, Jenna Rose. Much appreciated. And we'll talk to you again very, very soon. Thanks so much, Mike. Bye-bye. Hey, are you having trouble living the life of your dreams? Guess what? You're not the problem. It's not that you're not smart enough, deserving enough, or even hardworking enough. The problem is that you haven't yet installed the one key belief that will change everything. Want to know what it is? You're the one. That's right. You are the one. The world is waiting for you to give it that one special gift that only you possess. Want to find out more? Head to my website at micaren.com to order my new trilogy, You're the One. The first two books are available together in an omnibus book with the exciting final installment of the series available soon. And while you're there, download a free ebook or two to help make a difference in your life today. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. As always, keep what feels good and dump what doesn't. And remember, live without judgment give without expectation, and love for no reason. Follow those three simple expressions and you'll be well on your way to an inspirational, intentional, and successful life. Until next time, you're the one.